What up, everybody? Man, welcome to another podcast. I'm your host, Chris Conscious, as well. Man, today's going to be a good show. Yesterday, I wasn't able to get to this topic, so today I'm talking about this topic. I always want to have these serious topics, but I want to. I want to have a. I want to have a. Um, not a serious topic today. I want to have a fun topic. <laughs> it probably will get serious knowing me because I'll be always trying to get all deep and biblical. No, I'm just <laughs> but anyways, um, this one is actually not necessarily for everybody, but it's going to be pretty entertaining, I guess. Um, it's just, this is kind of a church world thing, right? Um, we're talking about musicians getting paid in the church today. And... Um, and then uh, we're, we're going to also get into the idea of paid services that the church renders for people who work in the church. Should the church be treated like an organization, you know, um, um, or a business? Like, what is the church? All that stuff. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about that a little bit. So today's going to be a little church topic. Um, I think this would be informative for those who don't go to church because it, it, it definitely will help you to determine what, what church you want to go to and uh, what it looks like for you. Because some people like traditional church. Some people like Hollywood church. Uh, some people like uh, uh, a jumping church. Some people like conservative church. Some people want to be Catholic. Some want to be Lutheran. Whatever works for you. I just hope that you find some type of connection to the most high. Hey. My God, because spirituality is real. Um, feel me? <laughs> uh, you see what I did there? Um, so, yeah, this is going to be a good show. So make sure you like, subscribe, comment. If you're on YouTube, hit the notification bell. You got to hit that bell. Otherwise, you probably won't know that I'm posting a new video. I try to do these videos every day, especially on the Wiley Life, because I kind of break this show up in part. But on, on Cypher on the Block, it'll be the whole show entirety. It's, it's, it's the show that mirrors what's on my podcast. Uh, uh, so on iHeart and, and iTunes and Spotify. So if you want to, no, not if you want to go now. No, I'm joking. If you want to, make sure you um, are logging on to my podcast. Subscribe to my podcast on either one of those. You can Anchor F- FM. There's uh, Spotify. There's iHeart Media, uh, the radio app. Um, also. Uh, iTunes and anywhere you get your podcast, please, please, please go ahead and and um, subscribe to that so that if you're not able to look at me on YouTube, you guys can actually hear the show soon, soon, soon. There's going to be different content that's going to be on video versus what's going to be on uh, the podcast. So, um, yeah, go ahead and do that for me. I would really appreciate that. Um, you can actually, it's a Cypher on a Block podcast. So, you know, um, you'll be seeing the Wiley Life. There will be a link for the Wiley Life podcast as well. That'll be mirroring also uh, the other podcast. So, let's get on with this show. This is your boy, Chris Conscious, and you're now logged on to Cypher on the Block right here on Speak Music Radio. Let's go. guys know i have been a musician all my life i don't know i started off playing the keyboard about six 
started learning when I was six. And uh, I started playing in the church about 11 that I can remember. I mean, when I tell you, my my mom and my uncle and my dad and um, that, the oh my, I got to say the oh my, I'm going to put it out there. The oh my, when we were younger, man, a, amazing church. Uh they really perpetuated the gifts that the young people had. Like when I tell you every one of uh, us, my cousins, we either sing or play. And we were the musicians of the church. We were singers of the church, the worship team of the church. And obviously I, I come from a family pastor, so that kind of happens, right? <laughs> uh, grandpa's a bishop. This is everywhere, right? This is my web family. Uh, my mom's side of the family. Uh, so we we grew up musicians. I grew up musician. I played the keyboard. I played the guitar. I played the bass. I grew up playing the keyboard and drums first. I didn't learn the guitar and the bass until I was uh, well into my adult years. I went to school for music as well. So um, uh, I have a degree in that, a bachelor's degree in music composition um, and in performance. So those things are great from the great school of the Peck School of the Arts of University of Wisconsin, Milwaukee. I'm over here giving all these plugs. I need to get my coins, huh? But anyways, so I've been playing for so many different churches over the years, uh, ranging from my family to uh, Assemblies of God, Lutheran. I played at a Catholic church before because uh, I had to play that big old organ. That thing was hard. <laughs> I played at uh, uh, non-denominational, apostolic, Church of God of Christ is, is my base. Um, just... My uncle's church is non-denomination, but came out of the Church of God of Christ. And then my grandpa is under the Church of God of Christ. Um, and then obviously I played for a lot of Church of God of Christ. First Baptist, Second Baptist, Missionary Baptist, AME, CME. I've been all over the place. And varying churches have been paid and have not been paid. Um, there are some times where like, I currently uh, work at a church uh, as a musician, um, music director. And um, I really like this church, you know. Um, uh, there are some paid positions, and then there are not paid positions. It depends on if you're on staff or not at my church. So, and I get it because they are there to create the moment. And my church is like a community. There's a lot going on over there. So they have a lot to prepare for for the weekend services. There's four weekend services, plus there's satellite services in different areas like um okay country uh the main churches in valencia with canyon country santa paula blythe and some other places so they we have remote service so it's a it, it's an operation you got to do some things so i can understand why there are some people on staff and there are some people are not right then you got your volunteer musicians so getting on with this i recently came across a video and I'm going to play this video for you in a minute. Uh, but let me let me premise this of this pastor. And, and, and I think he's an African pastor, right? <laughs> and uh, he's an African pastor. What am I thinking? His accent gives it away, right? Uh, uh, I don't know if it was over here in America or if it was over in Africa. But he was an African pastor and he had all the musicians to stand up. Matter of fact, let me just show you this real quick. Come, come, quickly. All instrumentalists. Bless you. I really appreciate you guys. Stand here. Where are the rest? You are a thief. If you play church instruments and collect money, you are a thief. You are a thief. You are a thief. Satan's cousin. 
Some people are band boys. They move around playing. Playing and collecting money. Guys, you guys can play very nicely. But, and they say erroneous and bizarre things like and my, my pastors are being paid who told you pastors are paid because they preach preaching you are not paid for preaching pastors are not paid for preaching then some people shouldn't be paid because their preaching is bad my church members if you want to do full-time don't fool yourself you have to work out you are sleeping more than people who are working and it is better to be doing church work and be working again that shows that you are sacrificed you are committed to god now listen first corinthians says that for though i preach the gospel i have nothing to glory of for necessity is laid on me this is so you saw what just happened so let me explain what happened right so he called all these musicians up and basically he called all the musicians a thief. If they're getting paid to play, they are thieves, right? I'm like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> wow, well, what just happened, right? So I'm like, am I a thief? Because I don't have a problem with getting paid to get played. Now, here's my thing. Reason why I don't, let me, let me give me my opinion. I don't have a problem with getting paid to play because one most churches especially if you're in the church of god of christ tuesday night service wednesday night uh uh, uh bible study or is it thursday night rehearsal friday night service sunday morning service sunday evening service sometimes saturday conferences conferences almost every month uh some type of appreciation regional meeting district meeting <laughs> When I tell, and then you still gotta go home and practice the music that you've given, or if you are the music director at MD, or if you're the uh, worship pastor, you have to create music, get the singers together, make sure the singers are there with the singers rehearsal as well as teach the musicians. So that's a full time job. So if you want that to be done effective, then that person has to dedicate his total time to being at church so that means he can't work a regular job and actually do that job well unless there's like certain certain schedules and stuff like that and you know everybody's schedule in a church don't work together right <laughs> which is funny so you have to set up all these things so i'm not opposed to getting paid because i used to have to do that and there are churches where all i had to do was learn the music come and play so I don't mind getting, I don't mind doing that volunteer. So it's not, not that I have to get paid. But what really made me mad about this is that to call a musician thief. Now, there are some scriptures that back up in the Bible, back up musicians getting paid. Um, I don't have them in front of me. You can go look that up. It's easy to find. This is what Google's for, right? And you'll see a lot of people talking about that. So, but I'm not going to get into reading scriptures on the show, right? <laughs> I should. That's for another show. That's for another thing. But this is a radio show. We we we're music and, and 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 commentary, right? So um, we we have to understand this. And 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 let me talk to you pastors who believe this. And and just because you have the title of pastor doesn't mean you're not above reproach from somebody who don't. Now, mind you, I do 
have the title of pastor, but had it for years. I'm always doing this in my in my blog because I got to make sure this thing is like by my mouth when I'm talking. Sorry, guys. So I do have a title of pastor. I have minister license, pastor's license. There's a few churches that I had to in order to serve as their music director or music pastor or their music minister or whatever the title they give. So, yes, I do have these licenses. Um, not not to make that any like that's something that gives me the authority to say anything to you. My authority comes from me. Or God, <laughs> sorry, God, but I'm saying it because I want to say it. Pastors, paying your musicians is something that is about doing your due diligence for somebody who is serving and creating an atmosphere for what you're doing. You know, there's a difference between me yielding my gift up to God to play, and I do that. But then requiring me to do things. Sunday I come in, and I, I I render my gift to God, and I play, and and I go in there in the right spirit. I you know I pray, make sure that my spirit is right. I'm I'm free of negative energy, and I've got positive energy when I'm up there playing because obviously we're creating an atmosphere. And that's like any that's like any musician job. When you're on stage, you're creating an atmosphere for uh, 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 the people you're playing for. Like even if I was playing for a secular artist, there's a specific feel they want to have. Sorry, I'm <laughs> um, specific feel they want to have on at their concert and in their shows that you have to provide. Same thing at church. There's a specific feel that I have to provide so that the 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 spirit and and the 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 feeling of what's going on in church is not stifled. Um, uh, or, or changed I have to make sure That I'm on one accord So I render myself I submit myself To doing that You know But when I have to Go to rehearsal When I have to go home And work And, and, and learn songs That's work No matter how you see it It's work And you should be glad To pay the people Who are working for you If that's what the contract says if that's what you agreed to so you shouldn't be calling anybody any thieves if you agree to pay somebody for the gift and the talent and the and, and, and the skill that they have everybody don't have a skill being a musician is just as comparable as building a house or being an architect or being a doctor it's a skill that i took time to acquire to make myself valuable and if i can go in a world and play why is it that the church some churches have a hard time paying the musicians in the church but yet if i go in the world then i'm blaspheming oh you playing for the world and i'm talking about specifically black church my current church doesn't do that i'm not talking about my current church my current church is great. Actually, we had um, a young man that used to play drums, and he plays for uh, he played for Ariana Grande. That I, uh, I mean, he moved away, moved to Nashville. So, and nobody said anything about that at my church. So they're they're okay with people being career musicians. Actually, we have a lot of career musicians in my church. So, um, but I've came from churches who like, oh no, that's blasphemy. You're the devil if you're you're playing for the world. That's the devil. You're not right. You're not you're not under the spirit of God and stuff like that. So, which is not fair to the musician whose life is centered around music. So how am I supposed to eat? How am I supposed to take care of my family? 
how am I supposed to, to, to live and pay my bills, having a place to live? You want me to be a struggling musician all my life? And you wonder why all the musicians go to the world, because they can get paid. It's no different. So if I'm going to come and work for you, and I'm going to do all the sacrificing, you should be glad to pay the musicians that you pay, that, that play for you and provide. You know, so... And then anything else is over and beyond. And you don't expect that person to render, say that this is what you have to render to God. No, I'm going to pay my tithe, right? Because <laughs> I'm getting paid. <laughs> so I'm going to pay my tithe. I'm able to re render that back to God through my tithe. Uh, that's a whole other topic too. Or my giving. Providing financial backing for the church that I belong to. Being faithful, being a leader, taking on the principles and displaying those principles. Because that a musician does not have to do. That is something he chooses to do when he joins that organization. What he chooses to do, what he has to do if he's paid to do it, is play and make sure that he's living a standard that, uh, that magnifies that uh, stage. Right? Everything else is extra that he's rendering. So I've had a pastors tell me, well, you gotta render your services to God and all this stuff like that. I'm like, bruh, sit down. Like, you don't even want me to be a member of your church. You just hired me. <laughs> like, I'm not even and then some of them I wasn't even members of their churches. I was a member of a whole nother church. I was just hired to play there and then they expected me to to pretty much do a lot of different things but that's a whole nother situation um and that's when i was just a musician not as the md or the pastor or the worship pastor um so yes no and I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put this out here it is not you're not sitting musicians you're not sitting if you're asking to be play, paid from a church you're not a thief that man was speaking out of pride and he was speaking out of in my opinion out of a spirit because most of those pastors will talk like that it's because they want to keep the money because they're getting paid look at them look what they're driving you don't see a lot of pastors who are not who are who are living like these certain pastors telling other musicians like that like the i love pastor ming at my church um higher vision let me uh plug 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 for free though <laughs> higher vision is because He's a humble heart. I, that man is a giving man. He's even given to me. Uh, um, I don't know if he takes a salary from church, but if he do, I can't tell. But if it is, it's a salary. It's not, I need y'all to give a certain amount so I can get paid today to preach. Like some of these church, oh, we don't got enough. No. And if I'm not mistaken, he is on staff because there's a, a lot, there's a lot of pastors on staff at that church. It's an organization. It's built like an organization. We're going to get into that in the next segment. So, so, and I've never heard him preach to a musician saying, you're wrong for wanting to get paid to do this. You're wrong. Oh, you're, you're the worship pastor. You're wrong for wanting to get paid. You're a thief. He never said that. It's the ones who require money from their people. And, and rape money out of their people are the ones telling the musicians that they're not supposed to ask for money because they don't want to have to pay that out because they want to put it in their pockets. And that's not fair. And I believe that was the spirit of that pastor. I'm not saying it is. That's just my opinion. And that's something that we should not take to heart 
And I believe that any pastor who's preaching that in their pulpits need to repent and go to God and learn a little bit more about your scripture. Okay, here is the question of today. Do you think that musicians in the church should be paid? Also, do you think it's immoral or not? Or did I say that right? Do you think it's immoral or do you think it's okay? Let me know. Put it in the description below in the comments. Conversing once one, uh, one another. I want to hear the ones who don't agree, and I want to know why, because I want to hear how interesting that is. Because I do believe that it's okay for musicians to be paid, and I think they should be paid. They do a great service, unless they agree to volunteer or they're in a volunteer capacity or they're not doing it regularly. Um, so, so let me know what you think, and we'll be back. Yo, what up, everybody? This is inspirational fitness motivator Shaka Heard with your Shaka Shreds fitness tip. Did you know that drinking water is really important? Actually, most people don't realize that by the time you're actually thirsty, you're already dehydrated. So check this out. When you get up in the morning, within the first 30 minutes of the day, you should already be drinking at least a glass of water. And then every hour, make sure you're drinking some water. Your goal is to have a gallon of water a day. Stay hydrated. If you want more fitness tips, information, meal plans, email me at officialshockaherd at gmail.com. That's official, S-H-A-K-A-H-U-R-D at gmail.com. Let's get healthy, y'all. Here is the love lesson of today. My God, you huge. <laughs> I gotta stop doing that because that is not mine. But anyways... Here's a love lesson of the day. Now, bear with me on this one, because some of y'all going to be like, what? Feel me? Um, this one is, a person who leaves you because you won't have sex with them will also leave you when he's done having sex with you. What do you mean, Chris? He was like, what? That didn't make sense. It didn't make What I mean by this, let's break this down. A person who leaves you because you won't. What I mean by that is, if you decide that you want to be celibate in your relationship and that person is having a fit and doesn't want to stay, you've dodged the bullet because that is the same person who will leave you when he's done doing the act. Meaning, he only wanted that anyway. <laughs> so he's going to have sex with you and leave you anyway. Because he's too focused on it. When a man is too focused on sex, you got to, to uh, what's the word? You got to be weary. Especially if you're a person who is not looking necessarily for sex. If you're looking for a relationship. A man is looking for a relationship. It's not going to focus intently on sex. Matter of fact, he's not going to care whether you want to have it or not want to have it. He wants to be in a relationship. And this is what I love about what I've learned over the years, just dealing with some of my fraternity brothers, dealing with some of the people that I know when we talk about these sex. Like, 
obviously all men want sex and i and i told you that in in, in a video so don't forget that one don't forget about that one all men want that but it's the capacity in which they want it some men just want one night some just want to dominate and ghost some was like use it as a conquering thing some believes it's in their self-worth but real men want it under the cusp of a relationship of something solid under something under something um uh, 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 meaningful because honestly what is sex when there's no meaning behind it everybody who wants sex is looking for meaning right some of it is bad meaning some of it is good meaning but a real man wants it under the cusp of a relationship because it has meaning it has death that's the whole point of it it's to connect to be close right so don't be mad because somebody left I mean let them go you dodged a bullet it's okay it's not that they rejected you and they don't want you or or you're not good enough no you are good enough it's just he don't want the good he don't want that good he want the goods <laughs> and that's it because that's all he can provide that is all he can provide if that's all he's focused on that's all he can provide and that makes him feel like a man. And when you take that away from him, he doesn't feel like a man. He runs because he's not really a man. He's a boy. Real men rise to the challenge. So, yeah, don't be mad. You just dodged a bullet. That's my love lesson for today. Real short and sweet, right? So earlier we were talking about the, the musicians being thieves. <laughs> Woo! Wow, that was a topic. So, this kind of led me to thinking about what the function of the church building is. You know, and reason why I say church building or the church organization or 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 because to me those are different things than the church body. The idea of the church body um, that that we use in Christianity, the church body being the gathering of people, because the, the Bible talks about how we're two and th three, or two and three are gathered together. I cannot talk. <laughs> where two and three are gathered together, gathered together, there I will be. And he's showing us the makeup of the church, meaning it's not about a temple. It's not about a place to go. It's about the gathering of people. So that idea of the church thing you're talking about, I'm talking the idea of the building, the, the, the place that has the lights, the chairs, the doors, uh, the heat, the facilities, cameras, organs, pianos, this thing that creates an atmosphere, this platform that the church body uses to give the people of God an experience, right? To exp uh, the place that helps create the experience of the love of God. So I'm talking about that. Those two things are different to me because this goes with the idea of whether musicians should get paid, whether pastors should get paid, whether there should be some staff, where all this stuff. 
what kind of organization are they nonprofit organization why are they nonprofit 501c3 and stuff like this right so i believe that the church organization needs to function like an organization uh, the, uh it's a it's a building it's a community of people right here to do work or to do to live and to uh, live amongst, amongst one another Because obviously if we look at the Bible It talks about us being a community It wasn't just about going to church And yeah, hallelujah, hallelujah and, and having all that going And music and preaching It just wasn't about that The church was also a community so, And you notice how when Paul was teaching in the Bible, he talked to the community as well as talked to the spiritual aspects of things. And he was very specific when he was talking to community, when he was breaking down what levels of people should be doing what, when and where and how. Right. Uh, whether you're bishop, whether you're these people, what you should be doing within this church organization or within this community. Right. He was more showing the uh, uh, the believers how to live under a rule that does not necessarily agree with their lifestyle or their God choice. Um, so. I believe that because the church is an organization, there needs to be certain things in place. And a, a lot of people have a problem with churches gathering money. Oh, they're always getting the tithe and they're always doing this and this. And I said, of course. Of course they're getting the tithe. Of course they want some giving. Because how can they provide this this place of refuge that everybody goes to on Sunday to get this experience if they don't have money? Just like if you go on if you want to go to the Beyonce concert, you know, they actually set the date and then we start buying tickets. And guess what they use that money for? They project that money on how much they're gonna spend. To put the situation up So when they put the uh, Beyonce concert up They didn't spend a certain amount of money And the ticket sales let them know Like okay yes We're going to be able to cover that And make a profit right Now different with the church Is they're not trying to make a profit They're trying to cr get this finance In order to do the things And the services that we ask them to do Which is we want to hear a message every Sunday We want to hear some music every Sunday If I'm going to do these things I need some child care Who's going to watch my kids While I'm trying to get what I need because my kid is a distraction. Do you got daycare? Do you got children's ministry? Can they be taught as well? And all these things are being done. So then also that requires people to do those things, to do those services. People to go home and, and, and create curriculums and, and, and come up with messages and come out. Uh, they're doing research in order to speak intelligently to the people. People going like the musicians I said earlier, we're going home to practicing and we're coming to rehearsals to make sure that we're playing the songs the way they need to be played so that they can be effective. So y'all not looking at us like, what is he playing? Oh my God, what's this band just say? He didn't research that well, right? Because we're looking for a certain excellence in the things that we're delivering So these things require time And time requires finance And finance allows for us to do these things You can't pay for your lights You can't pay for your building You won't even have that place to go If you don't have money So we have this world And not only world We have people in the church Who's complaining about the money That churches are getting Now I get it There are some People who abuse the idea of getting money But here's the funny thing About people who abuse the idea of money I've been to churches where they take Four and five offerings and won't let you Leave the room until they get a thousand dollars And I walked up out of there They tried to stop me at the door And I looked at them like You better let me out 
because it's my choice whether I give them my money or not. I don't care how much a hallelujah they say and how much I'm going to go to hell for not giving them money. If I don't want to give my money nor my time, it will not happen because I am ultimately responsible for the thing I do. So we can complain about them abusing and taking five different offerings, but you the one giving them the money. We can complain about those other people talking about, well, they're being swindled and, and they're being uh, manipulated. Who fault is that? Not yours, not the pastor's. That's the person who's being manipulated. Because if they don't know that they've been manipulated, it's because they didn't do their due diligence. As the Bible said, to study and show thyself approved. He didn't say certain people how to study. He said he said it to everybody. So if you don't know your scriptures and know what proper etiquette of the church and you getting raped by this pastor out of your money, who fault is that? That's definitely not the pastor. Part. He doing his hustle. Now he gonna answer for his hustle. He gonna answer to God for his deception. But you kind of, you kind of fell for the hustler. The hustler is gonna be a hustler, but you don't have to give the hustler your money, right? So you don't have to give the hustler hustler your life. So we have to get out of the idea of uh, of thinking that the church is just this body that has to do everything spiritual because that's not correct now in 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 the church world we talk about how the bible uh the the body uh how the church is the body of christ like we we rep it's referred to as a body right and what we know about our bodies is the greatest example about our bodies is what us humans we have three parts of us, mind, soul, and body, our physical, our physical, our mental, and our spiritual, right? If the church is truly a body, right? So now as an organization, obviously the the organizational church cannot function like the world church because they have a standard to live by, which is the spiritual standard. Right, see, I'm now see I'm putting this together. So there is the church has to live by the church, right? The church organization has to live by the church body, right? So the church body who runs the organization lives by a rule. So then they function with this rule while they're doing this organization, right? So we take those principles. If we're all physical spiritual mental then the body must be the same uh, the other uh, church organization must be the same thing right so you take that idea and you say well same thing in that aspect don't go back and say you just said it wasn't the same thing no i'm talking about the same aspect the same uh ideology of how to function because the body's a body right even though this body is an organization and this body is a group of people, it's still a body is a body. It functions like a body. So the, the church organization has a spiritual point, which is the teachings, the worship. Then it has the physical point, which is the church, which needs to be maintained. Because guess what? Our bodies need to be maintained. So guess what? We got to put food into it so it can grow. We got to make sure we're maintaining it. Uh, and then we're also uh, uh, um, trying to exceed our 
physical like I work out like I cannot work out and just be sitting there but I work out to build this body right same thing with the church building organ we need to build the building it needs to expand so they can get more people in it needs to have services it needs to have uh, 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 daycares and all these different elements within the church classes things that they want to provide in order to do what spiritually grow the church body church organization has to have a area for the church body to grow right so i'm breaking this down for y'all i hope i'm doing pretty good on this so this is how it functions so then how do you get all that together you gotta have the mental the brain power so then there's staff like the pastors, the ushers, the, the, the media teams, the, the worship teams, all of these people thinking about, okay, what are the things that we need to do? That's work. They have their little board meetings and their things and say, okay, so what do we need to do to make sure that this is an effective weekend, which this is effective service, this is effective uh, daycare is effective, which uh, all this class is effective. And they come together with a bunch of people and they come together and they create this thing and then boom, they implement it takes work so the church organization has to function like a business and it takes finances so we can't sit here and and, and make it wrong for the church to want to accrue finances the church doesn't sell anything it's a service it's like a nonprofit organization it's like it's like goodwill or it's like um well goodwill sells stuff but they get it all from donations they get there's they're selling the things that 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 they're getting for donations so that they can keep their doors open so that can continue to provide cheap stuff for people same thing with the church the church requires tithe and giving so that the church can keep function so that they can keep giving something to them if those doors is open that church organization no longer has a body that dwells in it in order to give now that the body is dispersed there's need there's need to be a center point right center point I mean, of course, we can do like Kanye and me down in the wilderness. But how many people who are going to actually come to the wilderness? Well, I got my kids and they, you know, they got to do this, 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 this. Yes, they can say kids can get an adult, but kids ain't going to pay attention to adults. With adults are getting. They said, I, I, when I was a kid, we sit in church. I'd be like, oh, I don't have to know what the preachers were saying when I was a kid. So we have to provide something for them. Can we provide that also? Maybe we can. But what happens if it rains or snows? Now we're getting wet. Just all this stuff, right? So so I'm not trying to... I am justifying the idea of a, a church being an organization or a business. So we have a world who's talking about how the church is being like like Cruffalo Dollar. I saw something about Cruffalo Dollar having a jet and then, uh, and then this other guy having a jet. And I know that's, that, that's a little extensive and these people want these things. But you know what? That's their prerogative. They want it. They want it. If their church body decides to give them tithe enough to get it, then that's their church body. They made that decision. We can't get mad at them say that they're wrong and this and this and this. No, they're not wrong. They asked. They received, right? <laughs> I asked for it. They received. Now, if you want to give your, your money to a crookie, you want to give your money to a crook, it's your job to be beware of wolves in sheep clothing it's your job it's not the wolf for them to tell you i'm a wolf <laughs> right the wolf is doing what a wolf does which is to prey on people or to prey on their prey not pray like pray but pray like stalk <laughs> but anyways we'll be back after this As always, I'm not a Democrat, I'm not a Republican. 
I'm Chris DeCratican. My politics is just simply common sense, y'all. So I want to talk about the idea of separation of church and state. Um, um, if you guys have been paying attention to politics, um, those lines are being blurred by a lot of the liberal ideologies and how the state is now trying to control what churches say, believe, do, who they can marry, who they can't marry. You know, if they can uh, refuse services to certain people or should we allow people who are blatantly sinning? And I want to talk about that in a podcast. There's a difference between struggling with sin and blatantly sin because all of us sin. But there's a difference between struggling with it and blatantly doing it. If you're blatantly, you shouldn't be in nobody's pulpit trying to bleed anything. And if you're struggling, everybody struggles, right? So that's the whole point of church. Um, again, if you don't want to live by a rule, why are you living there? Why are you even coming? So that's that's a whole other topic. So. There's this, this this blending of church and state and we aren't we're not holding to the separation of the church. Now I believe that because we are a country that was built upon Christianity, I don't think we should never have separated it totally, but we should have um Make sure that it's just like we 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 always do if that is not infringed upon, um, and that religion doesn't infringe upon uh, politics or the rights of people who have different beliefs. Because even at the church, a church really believes in allowing people to do what they do. True church. I'm talking about the true science. But we are also going to make sure that we're stewards of the truth and make sure that people know the truth so that they, that they can make better decisions for their life but never in never force somebody to do something i've never seen i've never been to a church even some of the crooked ones who force somebody to do something it was always about do you want to do this and then when they said yes okay here is the criteria um we have to now in this day because politics are spilling over into the church the church has to spill over into politics meaning that we have to start caring a little bit more about what's going on with our politics we've been so removed from politics where so much so where laws have been enacted without even consulting or caring about the rights of those who practice Christianity and um, or any religion, even Islam, even even Buddhism. You know, a lot of these religions uh, disagree with a lot of things, a lot of ways that 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 the world is moving into. And then we're allowing the government to come tell us what our Bible says or allowing people who don't even believe or live the life that we live. Tell us what our Bible says and supposed to say. One of the scriptures that they're always, always, uh, always misinterpret. Do not judge. Don't judge me. Wait a minute. No, that scripture says do not judge or do not cast conviction. Let, let, let me break down the word judge because the English word has a few meanings for the word judge and they're synonymous. They're, they're words that can use interchangeably. The Hebrew language is not like that. One word for every meaning. Um, ancient Hebrew anyway. So in that scripture, it was about the word judge 
to mean cast conviction, not to make an assessment. Our jobs as Christians is to make an assessment and then bring truth. We are to judge, but judge by the spirit, meaning when we judge, we're looking at what's going on. We're making that assessment and then, okay, here's the truth of the matter and giving that out. The scripture do not cast, uh, do not judge unless ye be judged by the same measure, meaning the word judge, meaning in conviction, do not cast conviction. That's what that judgment means. That word judge means do not cast conviction unless you're willing to be convicted by the same measure. This is the reason why he said he who without sin cast the first stone, right? If you are blameless, okay, cast conviction, but you're not. That's what he was saying because nobody is blameless. So that's what that scripture means. That scripture means. So we take that out of context because the world is trying to tell us what we should and can't do because that's the idea of them trying to silence us and we cannot allow that to happen um we should always uphold our constitution which is freedom religion freedom to bear arms to protect ourselves the freedom of speech these are inalienable i hope i said that word right rights these things are given by god right and when we step away from politics, we start to lose that. And we've been losing that. And we've been losing that battle. You got now Virginia trying to take guns away, period, in Virginia. And I like to see what happens there when that governor does that. <laughs> Might be a civil war, right? So, and and once that happens and once that goes through, people are going to try to follow suit. And if we really believe that they can take that part of the constitution once that part of the constitution then there's our free speech then there's our free religion there's our freedom to life then it's like no we own your life they already try to do that with social security numbers right so what are we going to do guys we need to vote the way we need to vote this is a voting year so start thinking about things that you're going to vote for and let's not vote blindly us vote towards the values that God has given us and that we truly believe in. We out here in these streets.